We are back with part two of Father Derek's amazing series about friendship. Don't patronize me. I am not patronizing you. This is an amazing series. Oh, amazing series. I get to listen to Father Derek talk about friendship oh. and how he never had friends. It's sad, but it's true. No, it's really it's really good, and I like how we're doing two parts because you don't have to do one. All right, talk about your topic. All right, all right. In the last episode, we talked about three kinds of friendship. Friendship of utility, friendship of pleasure, pleasure. virtuous friendships. Friendship, yeah. And in this podcast episode, I want to talk about Christian friendship or, or spiritual friendship or Christ-centered friendship. And this is the friendship that I think is the friendship that we all truly want, the Christian friendship. At least I can say that's true for myself. I always wanted somebody who... Yeah, so um, I think we all want that. Yeah, so Christian friendship, it builds upon the other three. It's not just like something completely separate or completely different. But the purpose of a Christian friendship is two people help each other get to heaven. And obviously we know there's one way to heaven, and that's through Christ. So I heard this definition of, of a Christian friendship. Uh, it has this sort of pilgrim dimension. The fundamental interest of a Christian friendship is walking with me towards God. So it's not something that's static, but rather it's dynamic. We're going somewhere. It's not just purely focused on a time in my life or a place, but um, a person focused on, on Christ himself. The idea that a friend is someone who is there for me in my hardest moments or friend is someone who just gets me. It, Christian friendship goes far beyond that. Just being there, while a beautiful thing and a, a sure testament of the fact that that friend is um, remaining with you and wants to help you along, this is something more than that. Okay, I think that's a really good point to make because I think most people would say one of the deepest levels of friendship is to be with a person when they're struggling you know what i mean i think that's a very common thing like mm -hmm. that is that is an amazing friendship if you have a friendship where someone can be with you during the hard times and during the good times that's like the best kind of friendship you could have but you're saying christian friendship goes even deeper right okay right. because it's marked by this sense of pilgrimage yeah that it's a journey yeah. right so how did yeah. how did we hear that definition the fundamental interest of a Christian friendship is walking with me towards God. In camino no. insieme, as Pope Francis says. Okay, there's that. <laughs> what does that mean? Walking on the road with some together. Oh, okay. Like if you ever listen to like a papal audience or the Holy Father speaking um, at St. Peter's when he's speaking in Italian, I would say best best bet you would hear it once at least throughout the homily no he kidding. will say um in camino insieme which is yeah that that idea of walking um on the road with each other like walking together on the way nice so uh, let's say you have a friend who you've been through quite a lot with um you suffered through things you've worked through things and they um get stuck in a particular vice or way of living that's contrary to the Christian life. There's this part of you as their friend that wants to, that understands where they're at and um, wants to be there for them, right? But I think if your friendship really is this sort of spiritual friendship, then you would not be content to leave them where they're at, right? 
you want the best for them. You know in their current life or in their current behavior, they're not doing what is best for them. And sometimes they can't even see that themselves. So they need a good Christian spiritual friend to help them. So yeah, this this element of Christian friendship, the pilgrim dimension, is key. Like look at Jesus, right? Whenever Jesus encountered somebody in the gospel, he loved them where they were at, no doubt. But he wasn't content to leave them where they were. You know, think of the woman caught in adultery. Has no one condemned you? I don't either. Go and sin no more, you know. Or, you know, Martha and Mary. Any of the disciples, Peter himself, I mean, they were like best friends. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he... he Understood where Peter was at, loved him in his situation, but then challenged him to be the best Peter. And this is uh, how we look at Christian friendship, because Jesus, Jesus showed us how to be good friends to each other. But I think what's lacking in our culture today is the fact that so many people don't have good Christian friends. They might have like good friend, friends of utility or friends of pleasure, even friends that you know, help them to be good people, but to walk with them towards heaven, I think is a huge hole in a lot of people's lives. Uh, have you ever heard the joke that Jesus' greatest miracle was that he had 12 friends in his 30s? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So the idea, for this sort of friendship is very rare. Yeah. So there's we, we hold to the fact that a good person, like that's not our... That's not how we measure whether somebody's a Christian. We measure them according to the, their name, the, the name that is in the description, which is Christ. And so we don't hold to the fact that like we're all just trying to be good people and you know pay our taxes and whatever. We want to be like Christ. And a, Christ, a true Christian friend wants that same thing for me. Yeah, okay. I, I love that. And I think of, I was having a conversation with a wedding couple during wedding prep and um the dude was kind of giving me a hard time he's like yeah i don't really go to church i don't go to mass because whenever i go i just see so many of my friends who i know do bad things they do bad things they're not really good yet they're going to mass so they're hypocrites and so i don't want to be a part of i don't want to go to mass because the people who i know go to mass are sinners yeah and i was thinking well that's exactly the point mm -hmm. so i kind of explained to him like okay if you went to the gym and you were working out and you saw people that were maybe overweight at the gym trying to lose weight and stuff like that, would you be so offended that these people are hypocrites that you would leave and never go back to the gym? Yeah. It's the fact that these people who are overweight are trying to be better. They are, they are working towards that. And in the same way, as Christians, we are working towards that. We're working towards that goal. Yeah. We are all sinners. That's why I like the, the phrase practicing Catholics. We're always practicing this. None of us have this down. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, yeah, exactly. But he got married, and now he's awesome. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and Father Tim fixed him. And <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I think what also happens and what we see in the church is that people or people treat their religion almost like a hobby. So if you do treat your spiritual friendship as a hobby what will most likely happen is that you talk about surface level things or um, you'll talk about, oh, it was good seeing it mass today. How are the kids? Um, Which is good. That's all a good, good. All good, right? 
But for spiritual friends who treat, I wouldn't really call them spiritual friends. Mm-hmm. The spiritual friend is one who like speaks to you about deep, deep things. How your relationship with God, your difficulties in prayer, um, what you're challenged with, like in the moral life, your, your bad habits that you succumb to, your weaknesses. There's a sense of vulnerability there. And um, if you're treating your religion like a hobby, then that sort of a conversation will never happen. There's no transformation. It's part of a spiritual friendship, but it's not the basis of it. No. Like you and I, we would talk about, you know, what you preach about or um, did you pray morning prayer? You know, we'll talk about those things. But I, I'd like to think that we also discuss things that affect us deeply, things that make wound us or that um, are vulnerable that we wouldn't share with other people. Absolutely. One last quote here. This guy's name is St. Alred. He was, a, I think, a medieval, no, early church guy. Alred A-E-L? A-E-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alred of Riveau, he said, The foundation of spiritual friendship is the love of God. So I hope um, many people are able to find some fruit in this episode in the prior one. Because uh, I would really love to see our parish be filled with people who are spiritual friends, not only in their families, but with each other. Amen. And I think that can tr- truly transform a whole community. I hope it does. I know it will. Okay, shout outs. Shout outs. So we see this family. We live really close to the church, and this family lives really close to the church. The Batari Towers. Yes. And I just love watching the kids play in the in the front yard there. So there's Chris and Lords, Lourdes and Mary and Jean Paul. They play like volleyball often, or they'll play football. They're just playing. Yeah. And it's the the oldest and the youngest versus the two middle ones. Yeah. They said it's pretty even. They're a great family. They're a gem of Mary's seed of wisdom, that's for sure. Yeah, so shout out to Pablo and Liz. Shout out to uh, Carol Durick, who sent uh, just a really affirming, just very nice email. Thank you, Carol. Uh, shout out to you. And also to Pete Capitan for just being awesome. He's the Capitan. Yeah, he is. El Capitan. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.